Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 17. You gotta have hope. All I have to say is, Puff the magic dragon! (laughs) Puff the magic dragon! I always felt so seen here, because Puff the magic dragon was not something of our time. No. But I did learn how to play it on the piano, because it was in one of those um, song books. Yeah, so I knew how to play that song. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's Puff the magic. That's like my cultural reference, not actual... Puff the Magic Dragon. But the movie. Now, you want to know my... When I saw this movie... What? Is it a movie? Yes. I just assumed it was a TV show for some reason. No, it's a movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You stupid head. Um, Okay. This movie, um, I watched it... This is such a specific memory. I watched it when... um, Remember when we went on that spring break with um, our friends from Charlotte? Yes. Oh. And Mary Gwen and I were sick. Oh. That was one of the movies we watched when we were vomiting. Oh. Oh, that's so sad. Yes. (laughs) Was it good? I don't remember it. I feel like I was like fever delusional and it kind yeah. of was like a fever dream almost but that's kind of what i associate oh, no. with it and i mean it is a drug that's reference really as well so oh yeah i guess it does i it's really interesting what movies like stick out to you as being like kind of fever dreamy yeah that one is mine is moulin rouge i've never seen that um I'm sure it's very good, but it wasn't a fever dream. It was like a panic attack mm-hmm. while I was watching it. Yeah. So like I associate that movie with that and it's like a really it's like a Boslerman trippy kind of movie. Uh-huh, yeah. So yeah, so it wasn't the best. Anyway, um I wanted to talk about last episode really quick. Okay. Um Go ahead. Talk. So I the title of the of the show was, like, really bothering me, and nobody messaged us. Usually, like, we get messages from, like, some of, like, the, like, culture, um, things that we miss, because we're uncultured swine. Mm-hmm. Um. We are. But it's an old movie. Two Road Together is an old, um, 1961 movie with, who's oh, it? John Ford, James Stewart, Richard Widmark, and Shirley Jones. And, um, it says a, the, oh my gosh. I hate when, like, Websites just scroll for you. Um, oh, it yeah. says a corrupt marshal is pressured by his army friends into negotiating the release of white captives of the Comanches, but find that their reintegration into society has its consequences. So I'm assuming, like Sophia is kind of the captive in this situation, <laughs> and Dorothy's like <laughs> pressuring her to like go in on these memories and stuff. So, oh my gosh, that's yeah, okay. I love that. I love knowing that. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Yeah, wow, okay, cool. That's fine. So, I did want to mention that and that I do like to research some culture so we don't look like total dweebs. 
I know. We are dweebs. That's okay. Fine. I'm fine with that. As long as I yeah. have an open mind to learn and be better, I'm okay with it. Yes. Um, speaking of last week's episode, my latest Instagram post, um, it's not going to be the latest now that this episode is out, but it is like a classic, um, like a stock Golden Girl, um, cover photo I posted on Instagram. I think it has a blue background, but I want our listeners to go to Instagram and click on that post because I have a very important question that I want to know and you need to answer it in the comments. (gasps) And my question for you is, if you could go to Disney World with any of the Golden Girls, who would it be and why? I need to know the answer to this because I had never thought of this question before. But after that episode and, you know, them going to Disney World and stuff, I really was like, ooh, that would be so fun to, like, go with one of them. Or, I mean, obviously go with all of them. But if you could only go with one, why would you go with? The one that you picked. I know who I would pick. What? I know who I would pick. Who would you pick? I would pick Rose. Why would you pick Rose? I feel like Rose is like the... Okay. At first I thought Sophia. I feel Mm -hmm. like she's an obvious choice. You Mm -hmm. know, she would want to ride all the rides, all that. But I feel like Rose would be a healthy balance Mm -hmm. of wanting to ride the rides and eating the food. Mm. I feel like she would want to immerse herself in every experience at Disney. Yeah. She would take in the wonder of Disney. She'd want to take... She'd want to do everything, like rides, photos. She would want the um, full experience. Exactly. Which is what you and would I feel want. like... Exactly. Um, who would you want? I think Sophia, because I feel like Sophia is, like, a born-again kid, and that's kind mm-hmm. of the eyes that I want to go to Disney World with. Totally. That's a great choice. Thank you. Great. I'm glad we had this conversation. Me too. Do you want to go into adult education? Yes. It's all I've ever wanted. All I ever wanted. Man, we should record earlier all the time. I have so much energy. I know. This is daytime us. This is daytime, not school sucked out of... Yeah, this is Sunday. This is us. us. Not like Thursday night us. (laughs) Anyway, not good moves. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, from IMDb, the description of this episode is Rose is convinced that Bob Hope is her real father and that he will perform as the master of ceremonies mm. at an upcoming charity benefit. Nice. MC, yeah. that phrase always confused me. Why? Like master of ceremony. I always like whenever I hear MC, I'm like thinking it's a DJ but it's not. Oh, no, you boo. Yeah. So the description from Hulu is um, Dorothy is in charge of a hospital charity show. Which I didn't even realize because I read the description before I watched it of the Hulu part because mm-hmm. I watched it on Hulu. I didn't even mm-hmm. realize that Dorothy was the one that it was. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a Rose, an episode that you associate with Rose, yeah. but Dorothy is indeed in charge of it. And poor Dorothy is feeling the pressure of the event. Yeah, but I always thought, assumed that all three of them were because they're like auditioning everybody together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're helping each other because they're good friends. They are. They are. That's, that's what you do for your friends. You audition a bunch of terrible acts. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Do you want to tell us a little bit more? Yes. 
Um, this episode was written by Susan Harris, Barry Fanaro, and Mort Nathan. Nice. Those are some classic names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and the director of this was um, someone like some 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 unknown guy that oh. we've never heard of before. Oh. Um, Terry. Hughes. Oh, okay. I don't know if that doesn't ring a bell. No. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, he does a nice job. All right. So he should write more. Yeah. Guest stars were Bob Hope as himself, Douglas Seal as Seymour. Um, suddenly Seymour. Suddenly Seymour. And then we have Edie, Elena, and Millie Del Rubio as the Donatello triplets. <laughs> I can't anymore. Um, Andre Rosie Brown as the bodybuilder. Ah, then we yes. have June... Clawman as Phyllis, Linda Ron as Frida, Daniel Rosen as Misha, um, Patrick Stack as the man in locker room. Oh, my God. And then, unfortunately, uncredited, the uncredited seamstress is Cynthia Lee Clark. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. what a woman. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of guest stars. Honestly, less than I thought I was going to be, though. True. I was ready for, like, a page-long list. Um, so this episode aired on February 25th, 1989. Yep, and I don't know, I probably didn't, I, I know I haven't mentioned it, um, but now we have a new president. Wait, yeah, our new president, I don't know if he's new this year, or if he was new last year. Um, George H.W. Bush, maybe I have mentioned it, but George Bush is the president, um, now. Um, <laughs> Nothing, still nothing's really happening. Um, this is kind of a, not a dead time in culture, but culture that I recognize. Yeah. Things are slowing down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but some popular um, movies, we have Scandal, directed by Michael Caton Jones, um, Francisco, directed by Lil- Liliana Cavar- Cavini, um, mm-hmm. Skin Deep. Um, out cold and then killer crocodile. <gasps> My favorite of the crocodile films. Yes. <laughs> okay, are you ready for some IMDb facts? Yes. Okay, this one is wild to me, Ooh. even though it's not really that crazy. But in multiple episodes, Rose, you know, talks about we well, you know her maiden name is Lindstrom, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But in this episode, when Rose reveals that she was an orphan, she said her adoptive parents. Last name was Nyland. Oh, well, that's not correct. That is not correct. Yeah, that's very wrong. I know. I thought that was crazy. Why did the writers I don't not remember. catch that? I know. I, I, that's really surprising well, like, to me. Even during I, a table read, like, hello? Like, wait, hold on, what? Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, oh my gosh. Gunther and Alma Nyland were my adoptive parents. Nope, that is not correct. Not correct. Especially because Rose's adoptive mother, Alma Lindstrom, appears in Blanche and the Younger Man. Mm. And then in the other episode, I think one's in St. Olaf, Rose states that she was left on the doorstep of the Lindstroms as a baby. Mm. So definitely just an error. Yeah, definitely an error. But a big one. But a big one. That's pretty basic stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tolerate one story like that she, it was, she was older. I can tolerate 
her another time saying she was a baby, mm-hmm. but the last name, that was just sloppy. Yeah, I agree. Come on, guys. Sorry, not um, sorry. No, it's okay. You know, what are we going to do? Um, this is another reason why we like this show. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how it goes. It's one of the fun quirks. Um, okay. So the next fact is, Sophia says in this episode that she can't crochet. However, she is seen crocheting a white and orange scarf throughout the series. Now, so you're recently I, um, into yes. crocheting. I myself have recently begun crocheting, and it is the most fun I've ever had. Wow. Um, I'm very vulnerable to... Um, a hyperfixation <laughs> and I love crocheting right now like I I'm so into it I used to knit but I think crocheting is so much more versatile at least I'm more confident in crocheting so I love crocheting I love that for you I feel like a productive woman when I'm crocheting you know what I mean I do I don't know yeah so I mean it's interesting I could I know, I think it gets harder for your hands as you get older. So at first I thought, well, maybe Sophia, like, lost the ability to crochet. But we see her crocheting, like, as an old woman. Right. So, you know, just a, just a thing. Um, okay. Andre Rosie Brown, one of the people auditioning for the talent show, appeared earlier in mm-hmm. season, um, in the episode, Brother, Can You Spare That Jacket, as Michael Jackson's bodyguard. Oh, oh, that's funny. I did not make that connection. <laughs> Maybe he wanted his shot to start. Yeah, too. maybe he was inspired by Michael to, you know, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, the title refers to a line from the song You Gotta Have Heart from the musical Damn Yankees. Mm-hmm. So, yay, Damn Yankees. Um, and then I thought this one was fun too. Um, Douglas Seal, who plays Seymour in this episode, also plays Malcolm, Sophia's very old and wealthy new roommate in season five, episode 20, Twice in a Lifetime. Yeah, I mean, realistically, how many old men are there, like, that are willing to work at this stage of life, you know? I mean, I would. If I was an old man, I'd want to be on the Golden Girls. I mean... Obviously. All right, so are you educated, Jenna? I feel so educated right now. So okay, good. All right, so let's get into on Golden Girls. Okay, so the episode begins like very quickly right off the bat. Like they are opening auditions for the variety show that they're um, taking under. Yes. You know, another event, another charity event. Yes. Um. Yeah, the, we open with Puff the Magic Dragon, which we have already addressed. Yes. Um, and it's very interesting. Um, but apparently, like, no one in Miami has talent. I know. What is up with that? Or, like, is it specifically for the older community? It doesn't seem like it, but then it does seem like it. I don't know. It's a very... Well, maybe... Maybe it's like the um the people who the the auxiliary mm. is like in charge of the event, mm-hmm. so it's more people who like support the women's auxiliary, who audition. Right. It's not like a young talent, like a like a talent show that's advertised for young people. You know. Yeah, gotcha. I can see that. I guess because I mean the Puff the Magic Dragon guy isn't super old. No, neither is the twin or the brother, but not the brother's not there. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Sophia has um, taken on the role as an agent, mm-hmm. and she wants to audition her um, her clients, the Donatello triplets. Yes. I can't believe they're actually triplets. I know. I loved it. So cool. I Their act was very, like, 60s to me. Yes. I, what is it? I can't fight, I can't take this anymore. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. What I thought was funny is during this whole scene, the audience is laughing at the people who are, like, doing their talents. Right. Like, I get Puff the Magic Dragon is supposed to be funny, but when the triplets go, ooh, the audience laughs. Like, it's really, like, not, like, at them, but, like, oh, what a funny song. Yeah. I thought that was kind of weird, but I, I didn't mind it. <laughs> I don't, I can't take it anymore. I think that's how it goes. Yeah, something like that. I'm like, wh- I'm like what, is, what can't they take? I think I it's know, just kind finally, of silly, yeah. like a silly song. Now it's time for silly songs with the Donatello triplets. Yes. The part of the show where the Donatello triplets come out and sing a silly, a silly song. song. <laughs> um, That's the collab we didn't know we needed. No. Golden Girls and Veggie Tales. You know you're a 90s anyway, baby when. I know. This is it. This is a weird intersection. intersection. Okay. The girls love the Donatello triplets. And unfortunately, they're not able to do the talent show because Sophia um, has decided that they need to be paid and compensated for their work. Hmm. So they are not going to be a part of this charity uh, show. Boo. Okay. Sophia. And then we. I know. Like, whatever. Um, and then we finally see, um, I don't, I never remember their name, but the, um, brother who, mm-hmm. I guess he's like an acrobat? Yeah, that's kind of the vibe that I got, like, yeah. Like a juggler the, acrobat, um, like, would be up in the sky, like, throwing things that are on fire. Absolutely, but now, since it's just him and without his brother, he, he just has a bunch of... Uh, a bowling pins or juggling pins or whatever and he he's juggling them which is great and then he just throws them at the wall yeah this <laughs> like is expecting to me a rose moment that was so funny though just watching him throw them at the wall hey and then still going like pretending that they came back to him just so the audience would know like if they had come back to me i would have caught them and we yes. would be continuing yes, like- this this is, like, what the act would have been if my brother exactly. was here. Which, I mean, the, he's a very good mime. Yeah. What, um... Now... What happened to his brother? The real question. I think he's stuck wherever <laughs> that guy's from. Oh. At least that's better. I was like, is he dead? No, I think he's, like... He's an immigrant, and his brother is stuck wherever they're from. Oh yeah. Okay, poor thing. All by himself. He just wants to perform. Yes. Oh well, just when you think it couldn't get any worse, the girls lose their MC for oh. the event. And Dorothy is going to be the lacking laughing stock of the ladies auxiliary. No, never. Poor. Poor Dorothy, Dorothy has honestly. worked too hard for that to happen. I know. It's just like, Jenna, you know, they can't sell any tickets. All their acts are terrible. They mm-hmm. don't have an MC. 
Like, I mean, it's what just, else could go wrong? It's it's not good. No. Well, one more thing. Um, well, this is good. The 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 triplets are going. Sophia's going to let them perform, but they have to include Seymour. Who is Sophia's boyfriend, uh, a terrible magician. And I mean, like, if I was Dorothy, it's like, I mean, if anything, it could almost be, like, a funny show and just put on the bad axe and just have the axe and just... I know, I know. I mean, you don't have a lot to work with, so just, just go for it. I know, yeah, it's true. Just turn it into a comedy show. (laughs) I don't wanna take it anymore. So, um, Dorothy is in this pickle, and Rose offers up, like, would it help if, like, Bob Hope was the MC? She drops this bomb, like, it's so casual, like, hey, what would y'all think if I, like, called my dad and was like, hey, do you mind him saying they're like, who's your dad? Well, Bob Hope, I mean, duh. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> yeah, it's so cash. And it, it. This is the weird part of the episode yes. for me. Same. I don't I don't really like the whole plot of her like I totally understand as much as I'm able to <laughs> the idea of um you know not having a parents and imagining like a fantasy mm-hmm. parent. For sure. That makes sense, of course. However, um, and I and I totally empathize with her, mm-hmm. like feeling like Bob Hope was already there, always there for her when she was growing up, and I get that. That makes sense. Right. How like, but the fact that she's so confident, it like almost scares me a little bit. Yes, like she's almost willed this and has like imagined this for so long that her brain has thought like, yeah, like and- duh. And it does work out, it but, does. like, not because of her doing. Right. So, it's just bizarre. I I, I really do like this episode, but that part just, like, I don't like it. I don't like that part either because it makes Rose look kind of sickly. And, like, I don't like saying it like that. Yeah. But that's not I get healthy. I I think it could have, like, it, it wasn't, for me, it's not even the focus of the episode. Like, it could have literally been the same exact episode if they just heard that Bob Hope was in town and they tried to get him, you know? I agree, and that's what I was going to say before we were um, recording. Um, yeah. I think this plot would have been so much more fun if mm-hmm. they had, like, been sitting at the kitchen table and like, oh my gosh, Bob Hope is here. Like, what if we got him to MC? That would yes. like turn the show around and like really yes. improve the yes. show. And and then them stalking like him a... throughout Miami would have been hysterical. I know. And, and they then even, they have like, to. They do that. Yeah, and through like maybe a misunderstanding somehow, right? Um, it leaks that Bob Hope is going to be the MC before they've confirmed. Like it. Sophia spilled the beans or something. Yes, 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 yes. So I mean, should we like take this somewhere? Like this idea because it sounds really good. I mean, and it's just a teeny just little call adjustment. Us Terry Hughes or um, I know Sean. What is her name? Mort Nathan, yeah. Barry Finero, Susan Harris. Yeah, just That's call us Susan. I call Barry. Okay. Call me Susan. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so later we actually see, a, and I forgot this scene existed, mm-hmm. the, um, the ladies auxiliary meeting. Mm-hmm. And can we just talk about the fact, I've never, I do not remember this. 
the meeting opens with them talking about how successful they were in deprogramming people from falling victim to cults. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember that part now. Yes, they like open the meeting and they're like, oh my gosh, we've successfully gotten so-and-so's son out of the cult. So thank goodness. Like a literal cult. And they just drop it so casually. Like it's such great writing. I love it. That's so, I mean, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, they're like, oh yes, thank goodness. Thank goodness that happened and he's all right. And now next is we're going to talk about the variety show. And it's so funny. The lady opens it by saying our biggest, something like our biggest charity event of the year. Like the biggest thing we have going on. And Dorothy's like trying to BS her way through um, this report, which I know we've all done. Where you're, you know, summarizing what's going on. It's not going well, but she's trying to put on like a good face. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. It's going fine. But this stupid lady calls her out and is like, I heard that. And she exposes Dorothy for all the terrible things going wrong with this. That's so rude. I know. Like, Like, she's the lady that no one wants to work with. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I can't. I can't stand people like that. I heard. Well, I heard that you had an affair and you're a butthead. I know. I hated that. Um, I think it would have been a really good line if she hadn't just dropped that he was Japanese. Oh, I didn't even. I don't even remember it. Yeah, she said like, "I heard that you're having an affair with the Japanese guy who blows your lawn." I'm like, "Why does he have to be Japanese? Why can't he just be like the guy who blows the leaves off her lawn?" Right. So rude. yeah, I thought that was unnecessary, but other than that, it was funny. Yeah. Um, I do like how Blanche, you know, came to Dorothy's defense. Of course she did. I heard, yeah. Um, so Rose comes in and uh, named, like drops everybody, drops the bomb that Bob Hope is going to be the MC. Oh. Woohoo! And it turns out it was some miscommunication, but now the women's auxiliary thinks that Bob Hope is going to be the guy. Right. So that's, that's, that's bad. Yeah, that's not good. I know, because apparently Rose just talked to some, like, receptionist lady or, like, a phone operator or something like that. Someone not And that's what makes me sad about this thing is, like, she's so delirious in this dream that she's doing things like that. And just, it's like a snowball effect of lies. Not lies, but, like, miscommunications and not truths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes me Very sad true. for her. Because what if it hadn't worked out? Like, I know. we'll get there. But that scene in the, um, in the yes. locker room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very intense. Yeah. And, like, like if that happened, like, to somebody today, like, an older mm-hmm. person today, like, you would be sent off for testing for, you know, a disease. Like, a degeneration like a brain degeneration disease like yeah for sure and it's 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 just very um and maybe it's intentional but it's it's um very not off-putting is not the right word something that makes you it it, like uneasy yeah it i don't like the way they went about that for it just kind of left an icky taste in my mouth yeah i'm okay with being made to feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. Like, by movies or TV or whatever. For sure. 
But I didn't think that there was like any like it's not like there was a message or like 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 what was the point yeah exactly like i think like if they were going this direction like instead of Mm -hmm. blanche and dorothy talking about her behind her back like Mm -hmm. they didn't and they didn't do this maliciously but they weren't being productive about this being an actual issue like if this was actually happening and she was having these delusions like they need to do something to help her and they didn't really Mm -hmm. speak on that Mm -hmm. like accurate yeah i think like, if you're trying to send a message, like, if a friend or family member is going through something like this, you need to do something to help them to, you know, get them either back in the right mind space or get them the help that they need to, so they're not going to get hurt, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I think that's my whole thing about this episode is that it was like, they weren't making fun of her, but they were so worried about her, but they weren't doing anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it... I could see it kind of being a relatable thing because I know a lot of times we connect it back to how relatable it is to that age group. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess that's relatable, but there's no, it feels different than any other time they do that. Yeah, it's, they don't make it seem like an age issue, which it could potentially be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I mean, I guess this wouldn't be because she had believed it her whole life. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, why hadn't she ever mentioned it before unless it's a big secret that she was excited to keep to herself and, like, you know, her little secret thing. Yeah. But then why is she going off the deep end? Like, that's the concerning part. Yes, because she knows it's a fantasy. Right. She she is conscious and she knows. Right. But does she at the same right. time? Right, right. It's weird. But I do love the scene that um, when they go to the golf oh resort. Oh my gosh, this scene is so fantastic. I know. I always forget try- about this scene. Always. I know. I know. And but it's why like, why do also I? Because the- it's so freaking good. It's like a balance of, I forget that it's there, but also it's like the best part of the episode. Right, right. And like, I mean, it's what you associate with the episode. Right. Like, just them, who okay? Who looks the best as a preppy golfer man? Well, Rose looks too much like a woman because her pants are too tight. Like, but but <laughs> she looks adorable. Like they all look amazing. Um, I know they don't even look like men. They kind of do, but also they don't. Yeah, I mean, I think the hats kind of take it to that next step. Rose's bucket hat is everything. <laughs> I mean, I love Dorothy's outfit. I think she looks like the most like a man, and I'm not saying that because it's yes. the Arthur. No, I just no, no. Think it's she the looks jacket. Fabulous. Um, yeah, I think it's the jacket personally because it's so loose. I, I agree. And the hat, like the messenger hat, <laughs> I think is incredible. But I love the colors of it. And it's so, it reminds me of like, I mean, it's so accurate to the times and that's why I'm so yes. obsessed with it because yeah. the costume designer for this specific scene did fabulous and I know I love every I know. second of it I like we have to shout out Blanche too because she looks pretty great oh. in her little argyle top oh yeah oh for sure <laughs> and we have to mention how high Rose's pants are yes and I think like there was a part where the whole audience laughed and I think that's why they were laughing is because of how high her pants <laughs> were. And I'm here for that because a man's not going to like tuck in their shirt like that. 
Or maybe no, like an old, old man would, but they're not going to have the curves that Rose had. I know. But oh my gosh. It's so, it's just so good. I know. And then when they're cuddling, when Rose, this, the beautiful thing is I don't, we, you know, we've talked about how we don't like the Rose thing, mm-hmm. but I love when they comfort her because she's so upset and it could be a really uncomfortable moment mm-hmm. and it is for a second, but then the two other men walk in yes. and see them just, you know, snuggling. I was kind of disappointed and I don't even remember what the joke was. I didn't think the joke that they said was that funny. It was about somebody on the board member, um, like some new board member, um, I'm assuming they were probably gay and they were in charge of some of the rules that were changing. Yeah. And so I think I think the joke was not that funny. No, it didn't. Like I get what they were going for, but it didn't hit that well. No, like it, it, didn't. It, it could have been stronger. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I mean, we haven't even mentioned the best. Well, in my opinion, the best part of that scene, how Blanche knew. Like, was pretending not to know uh, like, the layout of it or where anything uh, was. But she was oh, she was comfortable as heck in there. Like, I know. I mean, oh, she could have oh, probably yes. dressed like a woman in there and nobody would have said anything because of how often she's probably uh, there. <laughs> that's accurate. That's really funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And just the I quotes behind all that. of that. I thought she was great. You're right. She is so funny in this. Um... <laughs> or when she says like um something about how they did new carpets in there. Yes, yes, yes. Like, oh they must have changed out the carpets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um so we go to the last scene where um they're at the actual performance mm-hmm. and it's going terribly. Um the acrobat guy is not doing well. Um you know what though? Mm-hmm. Dorothy, I think would have been a good MC. I, I agree. Think because she did the stand-up comedy and mm-hmm. she was really good at it. Like, yeah. I refuse to believe that she wasn't doing well. So, question. MC, since I'm yeah. uncultured swine, is uh-huh. there, like, I kind of thought, like, their role is a host. But is an MC, like, a comedian? No, I think, well, I not necessarily, but they are the host. Okay. But a lot of times they do make jokes, but I don't think it has to be, like, a stand-up comedian specifically. So, like, whenever I hear MC, I think of, like, a host of an award show. Is that, like, a good, like, parallel uh, or... I guess. I guess. But those are usually just called hosts. So, I was an MC once oh. at a American Girl fashion show. Oh. <laughs> Why did I not um, know this? Yeah, this was, I think you were, yeah, you were in college. I think I was a junior in high school. And my dance studio, I think as a fundraiser, did one of those American Girl fashion shows. Why did I never, I've never heard this at all, ever. I don't know. Okay, well, okay. Um, Yeah, so the the events are really cool. They're apparently a really big thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you buy tickets to it. The girls, like, like bring their American girls with them Mm -hmm. and then it's literally a fashion show where girls and they were mostly girls from my dance studio dressed up in American girl fashion and walked down the runway in their fashion and with the dolls also in the fashion and me and my title was literally MC okay I narrated what they were wearing I described it and there might have been, like, a joke or two, but it was mostly like, oh, Molly's wearing Argyle. Did you know Argyle was a big piece of fashion in World War Two? Blah, 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 you know? So it's kind of somebody just to keep the show going. I, don't, I Yes. I just yes. feel like that's a host. 
I mean, I think it is the same thing. Okay. Basically. I don't know why I think I'm sometimes... stuck on this, but... <laughs> well, depending on the event, I feel like, is when you would use a different okay. word, you know? I, I don't know the specifics, but... We could Google this, thing. but I'm kind of fine just leaving yeah, it I'm up enjoying to my our... imagination. You know what? It's all about the journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the journey. And, we're, and we would forget anyway if yeah, we Googled it. this is true. So... Yeah. Um, it turns out that um, they're going to let the great Alfonso slash Seymour perform. <laughs> and I think it's very, it's forgotten very quickly that Sophia is revealed to be his assistant and she's wearing this fabulous outfit. Yes. I thought that moment was way underdone and should have been like A huge remembered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they could have done it bigger. Or even like he's on stage already and then she's. Cause is that happens? He's already on stage, and that's when she reveals herself. He walks out on stage, and she takes off her robe and then walks. So I think what would have been fun is if they like did that, but then the audience just erupts in like an enormous yes. applause. Yeah. Or, like, he was on stage. Yes to that. And in addition to that, the girls are watching him perform. And, like, he does a trick and Sophia comes yes! out. Yes! Oh, know? my gosh. I think that would have been so great. Yes. But you know what? I think it's fun. I do like what they do enough because he does his trick and Bob Hope appears. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a big full circle moment. Like, yay, Bob Hope is here. And, ooh. And... Before we end the episode, I do want to shout out the girls' outfits here, too. Mm. I think they all look so fabulous. Yeah, I think Specifically part... Rose. You go ahead. Well, I was just going to say specifically Rose because she's wearing a cute little... I don't know if it's a... I think it's a skirt and a, and a shirt, like a but suit. like it's got a peplum yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a cute, cute color on her. I think she looks so great. And um, Blanche's dress was kind of weird, though. I hate I'm to say it. Look it up now. Hold on. What yeah, it, it was a very, I mean, you got to have hope. It's a very low waist, which I thought was an interesting look. I didn't hate it. Of course I didn't hate it. Right. But I thought it was very um, odd. Let me, oh my gosh. I think, oh, um, I think that's just the 80s. Um I, I agree. And that's what I was going to say. I love, like, I like that stuff a lot because I think uh-huh. now looking at it, um, women specifically, or like, I feel like our generation has really been taught to dress like not necessarily to like styles, but shapes of outfits. Yes. And yes, I yes. think, um, like specifically that one isn't, like, I know that I'm not supposed to wear, like, I have to have an empire waist because oh, I hold too. a lot of my weight in my tummy. And so I've, you know, learned from ups and downs, like, that's what looks good on me. But I think that's, like, on our generation, and I could be totally wrong in making this up, but I feel like that's an our generation thing where we've been taught, like, specifically through, like, different um, cartoon things from Seventeen Magazine like, how to dress your body. I think that's a pretty new thing that wasn't a thing in the 80s. Yeah, I don't know. I could... I don't know. I I feel like I agree. I know... 
I know sometimes Blanche talks about, like, this jewelry accentuates this, but right. not, like, specifically clothes. Because, like, I was so, watching, yeah. um, I haven't watched the whole thing, but the Brooke Shields um, docu- documentary on Hulu. Yeah. Um, and I was, I'm not really very familiar with her. Like, I know, I know that she's, like, a model and, of course, stunning. Um, but some of the things, specifically in the 90s, so we're about to get into that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, some of the outfits, like, now we know, like, 90s are just such a weird time. And I feel like um, Blanche's outfit here is, like, starting mm-hmm. to be, like, a 90s style where it's almost uh, makes you look shapeless, if that makes sense. And okay. not in a negative way, but, like, I feel like... Like, very straight. Yeah, I feel like 90 styles was very shape. You're not supposed to accentuate your curves. Like, it's all stick yes. straight, like, almost man-like. Not, and, like, that, of course, that dress, because I'm looking at it now, is very ruffly and stuff. But yeah. I see what you're saying, that it's not your favorite. Because yeah, it is it, an it, interesting shape for her. It caught my attention. It did. It did. What color was it? Oh, it's blue. Like a blue. Yeah, like a deep, deep yeah. blue. And I love that color for her. I feel like it is a great color for her, but I think they should have gone with a different color because the background of the stage is blue. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But... I agree with that. I agree sure. that Rose looks absolutely fabulous in that outfit. Yeah. She's definitely I my favorite one. I love that color. That hot, like... Magenta. Magenta pink. Yeah. Looks Magenta. So good. Magenta. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just went on a weird tangent, but... What did you What did you think about um, the last line where Rose ends the episode by saying, Thanks, Dad. Again, kind of left an icky taste in my mouth because then she kind of goes back to the delusion because he came, but he came by accident or maybe it's just like in an opposite, like devil's advocate, she could have, it's kind of almost a closure to that delusion for her, like a full circle moment for her where that fantasy was kind of played out and it kind of made her inner sure. child happy. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. I kind of would like to look at it in that light versus... Maybe we should think about it like that. And that's honestly probably how they meant it. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Just not my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, I think it would have been funnier if they did something different and it wouldn't have... Um... I just don't like how they play with Rose's mind like that. Like, Rose isn't... Yeah. Rose is, like, a blonde... Not blonde, but, you know, she's... We know. Ditzy. Not delusional. Very innocent. Very gullible. Yes. But that's a different kind of thing. Yes. And I don't like that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just... Yeah. Especially because she acknowledges that she knows the whole thing is a fantasy. Yeah, and like but still that scene in the locker room where she, she makes a noise. Yeah. Where it was like almost a desperate, like, I'm sick kind of noise, but they didn't take it that far. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, that's the end of the episode. Interesting. I feel like we just dissected the mess out of it, but I mean. I know, but still... isn't that our job? It is. It is our job. It is our job. That we do for free? 
So I don't really have a stand by your man count. Which is a shame um, because of that whole scene. The locker yeah. room. I know. but So we know, but we don't know, you know? We don't have a name. Like, I feel like the, or names. the, the number that will... Yeah, the number that we'll come up with at the end will not be conclusive. Yeah. So, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, um, what... Okay, it is an odd episode, so let's pick a lady of the evening. Um... I will pick... I'll pick Sophia this episode. Oh, why? She, she really came through. She, um... I didn't... Besides the whole her charging Mm -hmm. for the Donatella triplets. But she did, you know, she got them in the show. Mm -hmm. Ricky, why can't I be on the show? (laughs) Um, And she... Ended up was she was the one who came through for four rows. Mm. So I'm I'm gonna give it to Sophia. Okay. I think I gave it to her last week too. Oh. But I am, I'm down. Okay. I'm, I'll give it to her. Okay. What about you? Um, I think I'm gonna do Blanche. Okay. Um, okay. I think I think she was pretty supportive of Rose and like trying to help her more so yeah. more so for me than Dorothy, which is surprising. Okay. Um, but yeah. I loved that locker room scene. I thought it was freaking hysterical. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't really have a strong golden girl that I would pick. So I'm just gonna pick Blanche. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> what would you rank the episode as a whole? Probably an eight. Jenna, I hate agreeing on this, Why? but I literally. I, well, I think it's interesting when we disagree. That's true. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, but I really, I truly, I put in a number before you said yours just to see if I would like, it was, it was an eight. Hey. Um, I'm sure for the same reasons. We, I mean, for me, I enjoyed this episode mm-hmm. a lot. I would rewatch it again, mm-hmm. except for the Rose aspect of it. But I feel like it doesn't ruin the episode. I agree. I think if There's they wrote it like we said, I think it would have been mm. a solid 10-11. If they had listened to yeah. us. <sighs> yeah, no, but I agree. Uh, do you have any golden moments? I mean, everybody probably knows what I'm going to say, but just the the whole locker scene with Blanche pretending like not to know and just those little things that she was saying. Oh, I'll look for... I'll go by the jacuzzi and look around in there. Blanche, you don't know where the jacuzzi is. Oh, it's right. I'll ask somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I'll ask somebody. My also is Blanche. I love when they're talking about fantasies Mm. and how Rose is like, it's like, you know, a fantasy that Rose has Mm -hmm. about her father. Mm -hmm. And Blanche is like, oh, like, I don't have the quote word for word, but she's like scoffing like, oh, she just needs a normal fantasy. (laughs) Like, you know, like these cowboys riding bulls and whipping things and like oh my gosh it's so good i love it yeah that was a good one <laughs> agreed agreed um so yeah next so week jenna i'm i'm sad why next week next week is um fiddler on the ropes okay the one where they buy the boxer yeah. So we're definitely gonna have some things to talk about. Yes, we next are. Week about buying people. Yeah, we. And we don't we like that. Just people. disclaimer. We we don't. I like know. That. Just to 
I think this is a across the board one of the episodes that notoriously has not aged well. And you know what? I might even say at the time still wasn't great. Yeah. Like, ooh, I would love. I'm not gonna. I I haven't looked into it now, but I am going. Like, I'm looking forward to learning more. Like, hopefully there'll be some facts about it. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested to get into that episode more because I rarely watch it. Yeah, I hope, because I, I haven't seen it in a while either, I hope the ending, because I know that he, um, kind of, re- obviously he reveals himself at the end that he can speak English and he's like a very, you know, um, educated person, um, mm-hmm. I'm wondering now thinking about it today, like I'm wondering how they receive it and if they are as receiving as they definitely should be. I'm very, I'm very curious. Yep. Well, next week we will discuss. Yeah. Yeah. Let's forget about it until next week. Yes. All right. Well, bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of shenanigans at shady pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank thank you for being a friend. friend.